enter the world of mind your own marketing business. Explore a variety of trends in the creative landscape, getting insider knowledge from the industry's best. You're just proud to present Mind Your Own Marketing Business with host Joe Barstens. Thanks for joining us in the Mind Your Own Marketing Business Podcast. I'm Joe Barsness from Web and Mobile Development Team Fjorge. And today in our show, we'll be talking with John McGee from Web Consoles. Welcome to the show, John. Hello. Thanks for having me. All right. As always, um, I want to hear a little bit about your background and your team. So uh, first, John, um, how did you get into this world of marketing? Uh, well, my wife is the short answer. Um, I originally went to college for construction management and was doing that um, in my mid-20s. And my wife was working as an SEO specialist for web consoles. Um, around that time, we the previous owners were in their 70s and didn't really expect the agency to kind of grow into a business. It started more as a hobby in the late 90s. Um, and I started doing PPC as a basically moonlighting just as a contractor, um, really liked it, but my wife and I were expecting our first child at the time and really wanted stability and everything, which contractor position didn't offer. But, uh, through a series of fortunate events, we ended up kind of buying the agency and uh, been running it ever since. So that's kind of the abbreviated version of how I, how I am. And where, where is your team located now? Or are you um, all over the country? Uh, well, we're after COVID, we're, we're definitely all over the country now. I mean, we have offices in Los Angeles and Nashville, but we do, we, we do use a lot of contractors that are spread out. Um, it's pretty much everywhere. Got it. And a little bit of a personal question, but did you do some PPC in the early, like late nineties and early two thousands? Do you have that experience? I did not personally. Our agency did. Um, sure. I, I'm trying to remember the exact date Google Ads started. I think it was like 2001 or 2003, somewhere in there. Um, but yeah, we've been doing it since the very beginning, and it was uh, it was a lot more simple. You know, yeah. when it first came out, uh, it's real similar to Amazon. You know, ten years ago or so, you basically just type in what you want to show up for, and that's that's it basically. So. Right. It's got. It's come well. I don't know if come a long way I, I, for, for Google, it's come a long way, but I'm sure it's gotten more complicated, more competitive, more reporting, which is good and bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it, it's, it's come a long way and it's, it's really going to go a long way, you know, in the next couple of years, machine learning, automated bidding, um, really just merging together placements, um, you know, search display, all that in one big campaign. Um, has has really taken off recently, and the algorithm's understanding of search intent has has really evolved a lot the last couple of years. Sure, and and John, tell me a little bit more about your firm. What is the kind of like? What are you guys really good at? What do you focus on? What are your clients like? Like just high level. Like, tell me a little bit more about web consoles. <laughs> Okay. Um, so we're a full service digital marketing agency. We do design and development, uh, social media, SEO, PPC. Uh, you know, that said, although we offer, you know, an array of services, we really do everything kind of as it relates to SEO or PPC. We're primarily, primarily a lead generation agency. Um, we, we really specialize in health, healthcare, specifically behavioral health. Um, that's just kind of a byproduct of the way the company got started. Um, that was the previous owners, um, 
kind of first big client and it just sort of grew from there. Sure. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're very active in the mental health and behavioral health fields. Um, but you know, we have clients from all walks of life. I mean, we work with canoe companies, like moving companies. It's just, it's all over the place, but, um, really an emphasis in healthcare. Very nice. Yeah. We've, we, we work with a canoe company as well. <laughs> yeah. They're popular. <laughs> yeah. And I have a, I have one of their canoes. Um, as partial payment for our work back in the day when we were small and do, did bartering. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, what, uh, what type of success have you had with your clients and how do you create, um, a process around what you're trying to accomplish? Yeah, well, the, you know, the first thing that we do with with any client is is get to know their business very well. Um, you know, we we sit down and I just uh, myself and the team just try to figure out everything we can about their business, how they operate, what, what their goals are, things like that. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's it's obviously very important to do that for a lot of reasons. But the, the primary reason is just that's that's almost everyone's goal really, right? You know, it's just to generate business online and generate more revenue, whether that's through selling a product or service or whatever the case may be. Um, but a lot of times it's, a lot of times people don't, I guess, define those goals as, as well as maybe they should at the onset. Um, and the way we kind of approach marketing is aligning it, you know, with business goals, business operations. It's, it's very important to do that. Um, I'll touch on that a little bit later, but uh, we, we really begin by just knowing as much as we can, you know, about their business and, and what they're looking to gain online. Got it. And how do you, um, when you're, when you're in the sales process with your clients, and this is just curiosity for myself, um, how do you show the value of what they're getting or like a return on investment, because I know that that can be, um, you know, you, you can use past experiences, but what else do you do and, and how, you know, John need John and team at web consoles needs to be certain that it's going to be, or relatively certain that's going to be successful as well. Otherwise you have a short-term client that doesn't do you any good. Right. Um, how do you, how do you like know that you're going to show improvement? How do you prove that to your clients as you're onboarding them? Yeah. Um, so we do that in a couple of ways. I mean, just from an overall standpoint, you know, we refer to it as a digital deficit. Um, it's, it's basically just, you know, that they have a good business operationally, financially, they're, you know, strong, um, but, you know, maybe weak online in certain areas or something like that. We, we do have specific ways, you know, take PPC or Google ads, for example, um, you know, almost every time we're, onboarding a new client, we can log in, uh, look at the search terms report, you know, see tons of irrelevant searches. If they spent $50,000 in a month on PPC, there's a pretty good chance, you know, 20 to 30 of that was wasted. Sure. Um, we can point that out directly, let them know where we'll reallocate that, um, you know, so it'll generate more for them. So there are direct ways where we can, um, you know, kind of justify our costs, so to speak. Um, but it's, it's not uncommon during that process for us to, you know, kind of save or generate more revenue than, you know, our retainer. For sure. Example. That's 
it's not uncommon for that to happen just right off the bat, I guess. Okay. Yeah, cool. That's good to know. And is there, like you started to get into it, but is there a certain strategy that like as you're onboarding and as you're kind of getting clients going and even long-term that you're taking that you can replicate over time? Yes. Yes, there is. So um, while, while the strategy will, will differ a little bit client to client, there is kind of an overall strategy we employ that we refer to as a tiered marketing strategy. Um, that's just an internal term really. Sure. But, uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's relatively simple, it's scalable, and it can really be applied anywhere. And that's, that's why, you know, I think we've seen so much success with it. Just um, as an overview, it, it really involves three main steps. Um, the first is just segmenting or grouping uh, things into common themes. So that's marketing mediums or keywords. Um, you can go down to multiple levels, but, you know, similar to if you're setting up a PPC account, um, you know, grouping things into common ad groups or common themes. Um, we do that with different marketing mediums and then different aspects of the product or service the company offers. Uh, so really just dividing things up into common groups. Step two is assessing the cost per lead or ROI of each group. So just, you know, be as specific as you can with the group and go in and see, you know, how much, how much does a lead cost from each uh, the third step is really just going in and, you know, once you've assessed the cost per lead, uh, finding, you know, I'm just using cost per lead as an example in this, but, you know, let's say you, you go in, you find the ad group that has the lowest cost per lead. You, you want to maximize that first before moving on to like the second best cost per lead ad group. Sure. Um, and it's a pretty simple, you know, strategy overall, but it, it does a few things. Um, I mean, you know, right off, right off the bat, it, you know, locks in the lowest cost per lead. That's, you know, just kind of mathematically going in, maximizing the volume of the lowest cost per lead one first and working your way up. Um, you know, that, that really helps lost lock in the lowest cost per lead overall, which is nine times out of 10 or, you know, almost every time really. I mean, that's what, that's what every business is looking for. So kind of regardless of how you group them or what exactly they do, um, we, we always take that approach just to make sure we get them the most bang for their buck online. Yeah, for sure. No, and I like the simplicity of it all, right? And, and how you can take that and apply it in multiple situations or multiple business types. And it seems like it's simple enough that it can be replicated, which is always a strength to give you more value to your clients. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I think the simplicity is, you know, just as a, you know, as a digital marketer, you know, anyone that deals with websites will know, you know, I mean, the more simple it is, the better it works typically. Um, you know, and that's, that's why, you know, I personally and just us here at the agency love that strategy so much. You know, it's, um, it's simple. So it's, it's something that you will actually employ when you get into the weeds. You know, a lot of times if, if things are really kind of overcomplicated or, you know, things like that, you might not actually use them once you get into it. But yeah. I also like it because it can be applied both to the overall strategy and then to individual mediums, you know, so within... Yeah. PPC, for example, you can do, you know, just exactly what we spoke about, kind of tiering your way up. 
But you can also look at PPC, you know, the medium as a whole and assess the cost per lead there, you know, compare that with SEO or offline marketing mediums. Um, you know, it, it can really be applied anywhere, but just the the overall goal is just the, the most leads for the least amount of money. And it does a good job of, of doing that. Yeah, cool. So um, what's the... So in your in your world and your opportunity with web consoles, I always like to ask the question, like, what's the coolest thing that you've gotten to do during your career? Whether that's like a client that you loved working with, an opportunity that you have, some sort of improvement you've made for a client. But like, what's your thing that you're like, look back on and be like, man, I have a cool job. Yeah, well, uh, I think if if I had to point out kind of, you know, like one specific uh, aspect of what we did that I thought, you know, was really cool and made a difference. It's, as I mentioned earlier, we work with a lot of behavioral health care or addiction treatment clients. And, uh, you know, this isn't, or I don't think it is kind of a a well-known thing, but about five years ago in addiction treatment, um, there was a lot of shady stuff going on online. Um, It, it got really bad, you know, just people, um, pretending to be treatment centers that weren't and then kind of taking a call or taking in a lead and essentially just auctioning them off to the highest bidder. Um, it, it got bad. I mean, it got to like a human trafficking point almost. Um, so Google decided to ban ads for addiction treatment centers and, you know, introduce some kind of certification process. Uh, we, you know, had a role in creating that process or, you know, really just kind of a consulting role. I, I don't want to overrepresent, you know, how much we matter in the process, sure, I guess. Sure. But, you know, we did consult on it and kind of uh, because we see kind of both sides of the aisle, so to speak, um, you know, had a lot to do with implementing it and then with um, fine tuning it after it was launched. So uh, we've, we've basically kind of served as a bridge between you know, addiction treatment centers and uh, kind of knowing their business and Google. Um, so it was, it was kind of a unique position we were in because we deal, deal with both parties uh, frequently. So, you know, we helped implement something that would assure that if someone needs, you know, mental health help or addiction treatment help or something like that online, that they, they are directed to somewhere that's a good fit for them and can help them, you know? Yeah. And um, it's, I think that's something that we're really proud of here that, you know, that was in our opinion. Um, and, you know, before all this took place, it was, it was kind of ridiculous that, you know, p- people got kind of jerked around, so to speak, when, you know, seeking help, um, right. someone broke their arm and tried to call an ambulance and, you know, kind of got put through that ringer. Um, people would, you know, be up, up in arms about that. So, um, it, shouldn't be any different with mental health really. So. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're What's, really proud of that. My favorite thing is you're talking about this, you know, world that you ran into with addiction treatment. My favorite question, cause I, you know, our team is um, building a lot of websites and applications and we talk to a lot of marketers like yourself. And my favorite one to ask digital marketers is like, Remember those tips and tricks that used to work for SEO and all of those other things 10, 15 years ago with like putting the locations just in the bottom and like repeat them and all of that. And I know most of that 
is likely gone away, but like, are there still people out there looking for those? I don't know if they call them black hat tricks or like, do those exist? Is there doing this? Like, how does this all come to a head when somebody's trying to, uh, to get more business? Yeah. So, um, those, those do still exist. People do uh, still employ them. We onboard clients all the time that have, you know, 50 location pages, all kind of saying the same thing, um, you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, those, I think those tactics worked up until Google's Google search engine algorithm really matured to understand intent um, a lot better, you know, because that these days it's, it, we loosely divide it into organic and paid marketing. Paid marketing relies heavily on just monetary based metrics, you know, really just uh, how many leads did you get for your money or how many sales or, um, whatever the case may be, it's very cost per lead or, or ROI based. Um, organic is, I mean, these days it really just boils down to providing value and answering questions. Um, you know, if whatever your area of expertise is, be very detailed and provide as much value through your content as you can. Um, and we focus on that primarily and you still have to do all of the other SEO elements, you know, I mean, uh, do the on-page optimizations, generate backlinks, that that whole thing. But um, if you if you provide valuable information to users, the other aspects of SEO tend to get a little easier. It's easier to generate links to valuable content. Um, people stay on the site longer, view more pages, you know, things like that. And and that tends to, um, you know, Google tends to rank you better. Basically, right. you know, they see right. the users get value in it. So. That's really kind of what we focus on now. I mean, you know, one, Google's just gotten, uh, you know, really good at, at identifying and kind of you know, not rewarding any tricks, really. Yep. Um, and it, it's all just, it's all really just based on um, human behavior, user engagement, and, uh, you know, how much value they get from from that piece of content. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's evolved a lot, but we do still see the, uh, you know, some of the black hat tactics of 10,000 yeah. links from, you know, terrible websites and things like that. <laughs> it, it still goes on to a degree, but I think people are coming around to, uh, you know, really the fact that at the end of the day, our, our job as digital marketers is just to provide information to users. That's, that's kind yeah. of what it boils down to. Well, and, and let's change this topic from, you know, that, that dark world that could, that used to exist, that's kind of been cut out and bring it to like what you guys do at your organization. I know we talked about this a little bit, but talk about how you give back to your community where, where you are and what you're doing. Yeah, sure. So the, you know, the primary way and, and the thing that I'm most proud of is our scholarship program. Um, we started that a couple of years ago and, uh, you know, award it twice a year. It's, um, it, anyone can apply that is in marketing or computer science, but the, the spirit of the scholarship and, and really why we originally created it, it was, it was geared towards someone that wanted to go to a coding boot camp. Um, there were a few reasons for that. I mean, one, the, the money goes a lot further, frankly, but you know, we, we felt like it could actually make a difference in, in, someone's life, you know, someone that was, uh, unfortunate or, you know, whatever the case may be, um, really with a coding boot camp and a laptop, you can, you can do about whatever you want really, you know, and it's, uh, 
it, it doesn't depend on, you know, having any kind of connections or, um, you know, anything like that. It, it's, it's just based on, you know, how much work are you willing to put into it? And, uh, you know, could you adapt? And ironically, uh, you know, since we've awarded it, um, you know, I guess the, the underprivileged are just the ideal candidates to become developers. Sure. Uh, you know, they've had to adapt and scrap and all that their whole life. So, you know, as it turns out, they're, they're naturals really. Um, so that's a, that's probably the single most thing I'm proud of. You know, we, we also work with a lot of small businesses here locally, um, just, you know, at a discounted rate and, and things like that, just try to help, um, our community overall. I would, I'd like to do more in person, like, trainings or you know fundraising type sure. things um but that's been difficult the last 18 months obviously but uh we'd we'd like to implement something like that in the near future cool well and no it's awesome to hear that you're giving back even even uh with your team and 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 giving your your knowledge is probably worth a lot as well so um helping small businesses working with uh kids going to school or young adults i guess going to school that's really cool um, John, you know, unfortunately it's been a great conversation, but it's a uh, time to wrap up for today. And so that's, that's all we have time for today on mind your own marketing business. Uh, you can find John at webconsoles.com, and you'll also find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. I'm assuming those links are on your website. And so we'll point folks there. Correct, John? Yes, correct. All right. Um, so thank you so much for doing this, John. It was wonderful having you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. All right. And thank you to our listeners for joining us. You can download episodes of our program by going to fjordsdigital.com slash mind your own marketing business or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. 